Welcome to Legacy Fundraising Chat, where I talk about everything legacy-related to help you, as a fundraiser, generate more interest amongst your supporters in legacy giving. I'm your host, Sunita Gudu, founder of Persuasion, and a legacy marketer, providing consultancy training, coaching, and interim support to charities of all sizes. So, why are we talking about this? You may well say it's obvious that you, as the charity, know what you're getting from a legacy. But my experience of delivering legacy training is that there are often additional benefits that may not be so obvious. It kind of makes sense that we all understand the fundamentals of what you are trying to achieve and could from legacy marketing and what the donor will get out of it too. It is not uncommon for fundraisers not to ask for legacies because they feel they are doing all the taking when actually there are aspects about leaving a legacy that is equally beneficial to the donor. Let's start with what's in it for you as the charity. I've broken these down into five benefits. So benefit number one, it's the highest return on investment. Did you know that there is no other fundraising stream that will give you more buck for your investment? Think about the average value of legacies you receive versus the level of marketing spend and overhead. If you have yet to receive a legacy benefit from this income stream or have had very few legacy gifts, I can tell you for even as a small organisation, a legacy could be worth a staggering £10,000. Benefit number two to a charity. It's a source of unrestricted income. I should say it can be a source of unrestricted income, depending on how you market legacies. There will be more on this in a future episode, though in short, you want to avoid using shopping lists. For example, you don't want to be saying £2,000 will pay for X. This is a great way for any other cause-driven fundraising, but what you're doing when you're giving a shopping list for legacy marketing, is that you're putting a fixed amount in the donor's mind. Also, you're telling them what they should leave a legacy to, therefore potentially receiving a restricted gift. So when asking for legacies, the case for support should always be visionary. You can't talk about specific projects or services because they may not even exist by the time the legacy is received. And trying to unrestrict legacies that are intended for a specific purpose is a sticky situation to get out of. I know that because I have helped charities to do just that. But why put your charity in that situation in the first place? So benefit number three to a charity. It can create sustainability for your cause if you're receiving regular legacies. Then you can start to use this information to predict future income. Of course, this all depends on the frequency of the gifts you receive and the volume. Say you're a charity that has been receiving 10 gifts a year for the past 10 years, and your income is consistently between 150,000 and 250,000. And perhaps that includes one large windfall legacy of 25,000. Based on historical giving, you could forecast for the next two to three years that legacies will bring in around 150,000 a year. Or you could do as some charities do, which is when income fluctuates and is inconsistent, 
is to see legacies as an absolute bonus. But do know that your legacy income is heavily linked to the level of legacy marketing that has been done in the seven plus years prior. For charities, it's an easy way to ask for support. I say it's easy because you're not asking for any financial commitment now. In fact, you aren't asking for any commitment. This is also aligned to a donor's motivations to give in this way, which we will talk about on this episode too. So the fifth benefit for charities, it can be low cost to implement a legacy fundraising programme. I will be sharing across my episodes on how you can get started with legacies with very little budget and time. And just by taking a few actions, you can start to build an effective legacy programme. So let's go into the benefits a donor gets from leaving a legacy. Being a donor-centric legacy marketer, I put on their shoes and ask myself, how would this action benefit me and others? Let's face it, donors are kind and generous people, so they will take actions that are altruistic. There are six benefits that I'm going to cover that benefit a donor in leaving a legacy. Number one, it's an easy way to give to a charity. It's a support now, pay later option. As I mentioned earlier, the benefit to your cause is that it's an easy way to ask. And equally, it's an easy way for a donor to support. The second benefit for a donor There's no commitment and they can change their mind if circumstances change. With that comes the second benefit, that the donor does not have to make any financial or otherwise commitment now in their lifetime. What that also means is that if their circumstances change, they can amend their will to reflect that. The third benefit to donors, it's an opportunity to make a significant difference to a charity which a donor may not be able to do in their lifetime. It might be the only time they are a major donor or high value donor. How often have you received a note or had a conversation with a supporter and they've said something like, I wish I could give more or I know it's not much. Well, by giving them the opportunity to leave a legacy, you are helping them to fulfill that desire. The fourth benefit to donors is that it might help to reduce their inheritance tax. This is just something to be aware of as fundraisers. But do you really need to know the ins and outs of inheritance tax to promote legacies? I would say it's better that you don't know. Any questions you have from donors around this should be directed to a legal professional. Allow the legal profession to do their job, which would allow you to do yours, which is simply to inspire your donors to consider giving in this way. The fifth benefit to supporters is to retain benefit of their assets during their lifetime. Naturally, things such as cost of living, family finances, and concerns over older care costs are real issues. And this can affect how much a donor can or feel they can support the cause they care about. An important point to make is to encourage donors to think about leaving a percentage of their estate. 
a residuary, which means it does not matter whether the value of their estate goes up or down, as the legacy you will receive is only in proportion to the overall estate value. By writing your cause in their will in this way, they won't have to try to do the impossible task of calculating how much money will be left for their charitable giving once everyone and they themselves have been taken care of. The last benefit that donors get from leaving a legacy is that they can discuss with the charity if and how they want to be remembered for their gift. There is a caveat with this in that not all legacy pledges want to be remembered. So first ask them. I mentioned earlier how a legacy may be the only opportunity for a donor to give at such a high value. Perhaps they are someone that has given you a substantial high gift in their lifetime. So they may well want to discuss how their legacy is used. Wouldn't it be wonderful to give them that same choice through their legacy? These conversations will also help you to ensure that the donor has not restricted your legacy so tight that it cannot be used for any other purposes. This then gives you the opportunity to explain that in 30 years time, that service or project may not exist because the need is no longer there. So ask them, what would you like us to do with your incredibly thoughtful legacy? And it is totally okay to refer to 30 years from now in a donor's lifespan, even if they are 70. So that, my listener, is all for this episode. The key takeaways are, by promoting legacies, not only are you helping your cause, but you're supporting the donor to realise their goals, dreams and ambitions, and of course, their final wishes. I hope this episode has given you the extra insight as to why legacies are so important as a way of giving for your donors and therefore helping you shape how you promote legacies. Thank you so much for listening to Legacy Fundraising Chat brought to you by Persuasion, a consultancy training and coaching organisation helping fundraisers just like you. Thank you also for everything that you do for your cause in the charity sector, making it an inspiring place to work. I'm your host, Sunita Gudu, championing your legacy fundraising efforts.